Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Mark and Aaron back with the Warrior and the Wolf podcast. Uh, and, you know, Brian and uh, Aaron and I were just talking, and we're really excited about this episode today. Uh, and today we're going to be dealing with loss around the holidays. Uh, super, super close to each one of us. Uh, but before we go any further, we all understand that the goal of this show is just to allow men and women uh, a safe place to show up authentically, uh, be seen, be heard, be loved. Uh, and um, let's just hop right in, buddy. We check in every single time. And again, just yep. reminder on the check-in. Uh, the check-in uh, is keep it to I, me, not we, us, you. It's about you. And the sachet emotions, sad, angry, scared, happy, excited, tender. And don't don't quantify it. I mean, just own the emotion, right? It's not a little sad or, or, or a little bit or a bit. You just are. You, you alluded to it very, very well last time we checked in, Aaron, and that is the feelings aren't good, the feelings aren't bad, the feelings are. That's it. Those feelings are just there. So sad, angry, scared, happy, excited, and tender is where we are going to start. So, uh, Mr. Aaron, I will confer to you, buddy. Check in with me. I – oh, so well done. Um, I am I am happy, excited, tender, um, sad, scared. Happy and excited uh, to be here with you again talking about all the stuff. Um, I love this. I love being here with you. Um, tender, uh, tender about talking about loss around the holidays, uh, yeah. tender for you, uh, tender because most of the stuff falls, um, onto my wife with the loss around holidays. So I'm tender for her in that, yeah. um, super tender for my family going through some stuff right now, which is super touch and go, um, with a young man in our family. And I'm, I'm, I'm sad and scared about that and tender. So yeah, That's with true. that, my friend, I am in. Excellent. Uh, I will check in. Sad, scared, uh, happy, excited, and tender. Um, sad and scared. Uh, we have some obligations that we need to tend to today, and so I'm feeling pressure um, to 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 get to those things and move past what I'm really excited about today, which is being here with you men uh, and, and, and sharing stories uh, and just got kind of going over life. Really happy and excited uh, to go cut the Christmas tree this afternoon. Really, really excited about that. Uh, sad because what we're talking about uh, today is new for me uh, in losing mom this year, which is interesting. Well, I'll, I'll get into it after a bit, but uh, and then tender about it too. Super um, sad and tender for you scared for you and your family. I know that's a big, big deal, um, especially for your, your wife. And grateful, actually, that she was still willing to let us steal you for a little bit today. Uh, very, very grateful for the human right over here, uh, Brian, helping us out today. Very, very excited to have him in the room because I know that this particular topic hits for him as well. And uh, I love his heart and I love um, his story in this space. So let's just hop right in. Loss around the holidays. And, and I said, when I was checking in, I'm in, sorry. Um, I, I said Welcome. when I was checking in <laughs> that um, it's new for me with mom, which is weird because I've experienced the loss of two of my dads. Yeah. But again, if you look at my story, I didn't process losing my dad worth a crap. I put that smile on and I just went. Mm -hmm. 
So I never allowed myself to be sad around the holidays or around birthdays or around, you know, what would be considered significant events. And so this week on Sunday, I just really found myself processing like, oh man, mom's birthday is this week. My birthday is this week. I've got some pretty big stuff. And my mom was such a huge part of my birthday. And I I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday as we, as we head into the holiday season, the Christmas, the Hanukkah, however you want to celebrate, that's fine. Uh, But it's a holiday season and there's family. And I was talking with her and I'm like, I realized there are expectations around the holidays. Like oh, yeah. our families have to get together. Our families have to do this. It's tradi- blah, 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 blah. And, <clears throat> and I'm realizing that traditions change. Yeah. And there's loss and there's sadness for me in that. Like as uh, <clears throat> our eldest gets ready to move, as life change happens for anybody in our family, our traditions are changing. The yeah. holidays just look different. And I, I find myself in the space of feeling guilty. Sh- should I feel a certain way? I, I feel like I should feel a certain way. Then when I don't feel that certain way about the holidays or about being with family or about a tradition, then I feel guilty. And I'm like, well, crap, I should feel a certain way. Should I? I don't like, I just don't feel like I should feel a certain way. It was, it was interesting. We were talking with Brian just before the show started and, uh, his, you know, he was reflecting on a loss that he had three years ago, thinking that the firsts, right? I, I, I've had so many people say the firsts are the toughest. Are they? Like, because then that, that diminishes the seconds or the thirds. And so if I have that sadness or fear or anger or anything like that around the seconds or thirds, am I doing it wrong? I don't know if there, I don't know if there's an answer for that. I feel like it goes back for me at least. It goes back to the what we'd say about the checking with the emotions. Like emotions, they just they are. There's not good or bad. So I, I feel like around that, like if you feel if you feel guilty, if you feel sad, if you feel none of that is wrong, right? None of that is. I mean, it's not right or wrong. It just is. Well, like, but I think especially as humans, and especially in we have to quantify everything. Everything has to be like, you have to be sad about this. Like you and, have to be. And I know that people mean well when they say, you know, the first this yeah. and the first that, and it's like, well, yeah, but the, I mean, the first Thursday was tough. That doesn't yeah. mean that the 10th th- Thursday isn't just as difficult, if not more. So I think, yeah. I, I guess what I'm looking to do today, number one, if you're sad around the holidays, that's okay. Because going back to my story, I, I want to try and normalize just living in the moment, being intentional in the moment as it sits, yeah. rather than um, put a smiley face on like I did with my dad. Like I genuinely just moved into the holidays like nothing had happened. Yeah. I think, I think there can be a balance, though. I think there has to be a balance. I think... But, is it, but would you agree that that balance is up to each individual? Yes. There's not a wrong way to grieve. Maybe the holidays are holly and jolly. I don't, I, I, yeah. However, however you're grieving or however you're going about your holidays, whatever you want to do is right for each person. What I'm talking about, like the balance is I feel like there's so many people that get in this trap of 
saying like, well, I just need to be happy for the rest of my family. Or I can't be sad because I have to host Christmas or we got to take the picture with the matching pajamas or we got to send out the Facebook post and everybody's got to be happy. So I, don't, I, I can't be sad because it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever the freaking yeah. holiday is. You just got to be happy. Yeah. But on the counterbalance is people feel like I have to be sad. I have to be angry because if I'm happy – then it's disrespectful of the person we lost. Or if I'm happy that we're enjoying a holiday with my kids, then it deflates the memory of the person we lost. Right. So I, f- I feel That's like fair. we go to either side, and it's okay to be happy and enjoy time with your kids. And it's okay to be really sad that mom or dad isn't here. Mm-hmm. But I think so many times, for me, I, I feel like you got to fall, like I have to be in one camp or the other. Well, and that goes back to the conversation we had before. It's not either or, it's and. Yes. Like I can have all six of these. I can I can run full sachet. I can be happy and sad, or I can be happy and scared. Yeah. But like I, I, I've even had family members, well, mom would want us to be happy. Of course she would. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be sad too. Yeah. Like I know what mom wants. I'm acutely aware that no one is wishing me ill on this holiday. I understand that. I do. But it's like, I'm, I don't want it to take away from the fact for me to be sad or scared or angry, like the, the quote unquote negative emotions. I don't want that to detract. Like that doesn't mean I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I'm doing it. It just means I'm having those emotions. But, um, I, I guess really in, in stepping into loss around the holidays, this is a big deal. And I, I guess what I want to normalize is however you feel. Yeah. I, uh, I do. I, I continually find myself wondering, am I doing this right? A- am I handling this grieving process? Am I handling this first birthday? Am I handling this first holiday? Am I handling um, whatever it might be? Am I handling this the right way? And then... I also find myself stepping into this added pressure of, well, mom, our extended family, they're experiencing loss too. Should I be taking care of them? And I do try and do that to the best of my ability. But I mean, the holidays and stuff, brother, it can be tough. I mean, the holidays holidays are tough anyway. I mean, they're tough when you have an entire family intact. Right. Um, it's interesting that you were you're saying like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? And my question, I find myself asking like, by who's like whose standard? Like whose standard am I trying to to live up? to? Where did that, that come online? I, I don't. I like, don't. I know. really don't know why I'm feeling that. I, I mean, maybe I'm going to sound old here, but I f- I feel like it's the freaking social media phenomenon. Oh, because we're comparing the Instagram versus reality, and it's even if you're not on Instagram, you're not on Facebook. Like, bear with this thought. But there's so many, there's so much like post pictures and filters and all this other like crap that goes into making the perfect post and everybody's saying like everything's great around the holidays. So then I find myself be like, man, I'm I'm like I'm missing people and this like I'm trying to support you know, in this in my case my wife through some loss, like I don't feel like I'm like we're that happy right now. Yeah. Like we're really enjoying the time with our kids, but there's things missing and that sucks. But it's like, but it's not the perfect Instagram post. But to that point, I've seen so much more vulnerability 
from my friends in regards to social media posts. I think that's such a big, big deal. Like, I like the fact that my friends are like, I'm breaking down. I'm not doing fantastic. I'm not. Like, I had so many friends reach out regarding a social media post that I did. Um, hey, you're seen. I feel you. Yeah. They're, they're excited to get this podcast going because I think there's so many people out there that want to normalize. And so I, I do understand. They see the social media post of this person's got all their shit together and they've got it and I want that. Yeah. But I, I am excited about this shift that I'm starting to see. I would agree with that. I, mean, I guess more, it's just I'm talking about the, that's where, I think that's where the standard comes from now. I think that people are so hung up on, on appearances. Mm. Yeah. I think I, I also like to see the fact that there's so much support for that vulnerability. I like to see that people are like, hey, you're not alone. I like to see, I like to see that it's tough during the holiday. I like, it's okay to be single or, uh, it's okay to have lost a kiddo or it's okay to have lost another love. Like, because I am, you know, we're going to put, I promise you we're going to post later on today, that picture of us all cutting the Christmas tree down. It's going to happen. So what's going to happen to my friends who have been trying to get pregnant, right? Yeah. And they don't have that kid and they don't get that same picture. And yada. what I want to do, especially in this space, especially this time of year, let's normalize some stuff. I don't expect you to have the perfect, if you look at our family, the first thing I want you to know is you're getting a one one thousandth of a second glimpse into an afternoon that was probably an absolute shit show for oh. hours. Like, who wants to trudge through the forest to get, like, I could just as easily go to a nursery be like, that's the tree for our house, and put it in. But yep. no, I'm going to go trudge through the forest. I'm going to be cold, and my dog is going to run around like a freaking hyena. Because that's the tradition. Yeah. So that that photo that you see, but I do, I want to know, like, those who are trying to get pregnant or those who don't have a family member this season. I, I, I talking about the shit show, is like trying to get an eight-year-old and a three-year-old in matching pajamas to sit still in front of a Christmas tree to take a picture to post on. Like, you don't see the 45 minutes of, like... And the inordinate amount of money it took you to like, buy all the toys. The toys to and the can't just like, <laughs> but it's interesting. You say like the people like being where like, you don't want to post a picture of this because somebody might be going through this. And I feel like there's such like that you say it has to be like one or the other. Like I can't post this because somebody is missing their, right. know, I can't post pictures of my kids. And even to take like the social media thing, out of it i feel like i know people tell you like well it's christmas you should be happy and it's like i can i can be happy sure i can my wife and i can thoroughly enjoy spending time with our our boys and looking yeah. at christmas lights at the same time she can also be sad that she doesn't get to see her parents yep. and do the stuff that they used to do yep you know, talking about like the loss or tradition, it's interesting to go through. It's like we're trying to like build traditions with our kids. Yeah. But we also try to incorporate a little bit of like what I did growing up or what she did growing up. But it's like that change to be okay with it. It's just, 
And even if somebody sticks and, a snake in the ground. And even if you're ground. not okay with it, that's okay. We just talked about that. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. The, the, key for, the key for us has been, and I'll speak for us, like our family, is like we have had to find it. And it's the same kind of work we do. Like you don't have to be angry about mom and dad not being here. You don't have to be sad about it. You can be angry and sad that they're not here. And you could be, we could be super sad and tender for our family that may have to spend Christmas in a hospital. Well, right. So loss is not just someone not ha- having passed away. Loss could all like, so the friend that I was talking to yesterday about all this, yeah. um, her, her dad is having a hard time. All grown children. All the children are grown now, right? Yeah. And they're only going to be together for a very brief amount of time. And it's not going to be on Christmas Day. And, and he was frustrated by that. And he, my judgment is he was sad, which is fair and, and fine. But I remember growing up, that was a sacred time for us. Like I woke up in my house every single Christmas morning. But I then also remember that we had to time it because we had to get to one grandparents. And then we had to time that so we could get to the other grandparents. Meanwhile, I wasn't enjoying any of my toys because they were all at my house because I can't transport them. And then as my cousins, because we have such great memories of playing football in grandma and grandpa's backyard and so on and so forth. But then my cousins and I, we, we all got older. We all had our own families and that went away. And so those traditions shifted. Mm-hmm. And so I felt a sense of loss in that. Yeah. It wasn't the same. So loss can be like, oh, we, we have a new tradition now. We don't, we don't do this anymore. And that loss is okay. It's okay to be sad about. And her dad is having such a hard time. Yeah. Like it's coming out as anger. anger. And it's like, you're sad about this. And that's all right. Loss looks different this time of year. And it it all ties in. And I I like what you said that all, like there's different kinds of loss. And I think specifically kind of when we were talking about going into this and this episode, we were talking about, the different kinds of loss, you know, specifically with you, with mom yeah. and me from my side is like, both. I'm, I'm blessed enough to have both my parents still, still alive, but I've lost both my in-laws mm. and, um, it happened very, very suddenly, similar to your story with, you know, with your dad with cancer about the quick, I mean, mother, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with they thought was lung cancer and ended up being another type, but they gave her said with chemo, all the treatments, 18 months to two years, mm-hmm. nine weeks. Oh, nine weeks. She survived nine weeks after the diagnosis. Okay. Um, so that was super sudden. Um, my father-in-law a couple years later ha- had a, Risky surgery, but there was a mistake made, and he ended up passing away on the operating table. Mm. And that was right before, um, right before the holidays, the beginning of September. So not like super into, but right into that season. So from my perspective, what I had to do is figure out like how, like how do I support my wife? being without her parents on Thanksgiving and Christmas. She's big into Thanksgiving. That was her and her mom's holiday. So 
leading up to this, I told you about this before we started, I had a conversation with my wife last night, a really hard, like maybe out of the norm conversation. I said, hey, I need you to tell me some of the things that I did good during this process in the holidays. And I also want you to tell me some of the things that I didn't do so well or could have done better. Or maybe some of the stuff that she wished. That I wish I would have done or that I didn't handle as well. What did you well. need from me or what did you want from me? Sure. So one of the things that she mentioned, and she told me <clears throat> that losing, like losing a parent and losing that, like people tend and her, they, they tend to get afraid to ask about it. Mm. Like especially around the holidays, they don't really want to ask, like, "Hey, how are you really feeling, like, about your parents, uh, like, with this?" And actually wanting the real answer, like we re- talked about. Don't, don't just tell me I'm fine. And, and like, being okay with the real answer. Yeah. Be like, you know, yeah. it sucks. Like, I really miss my mom at Thanksgiving. Yep. So being like, but, but also realizing that people are going to mourn in their own time. And trying not to rush people through this. And telling somebody, well, you should just be happy about it. Is one of the worst possible. It's like equated to like when you, say, tell, you tell your wife to just, just calm down. <laughs> right? It works for nobody. Yeah, no. But when you tell somebody, like, maybe you should just try to be happy and enjoy the holiday. Like, that's one of the worst possible things. So one of the things that she mentioned that I did well was really try to keep just the, the memory of her parents alive by incorporating certain things. One of the, the first, we were talking about first, but the, the first Christmas after her mom passed, um, I dug through a stack of birthday cards and I actually took the last card her mom had wrote her for her birthday the year before and had a Christmas ornament made that had oh, her nice. mom's handwriting and that message. And that's it, – it was super t- – I mean, ugly cry. Like, I gave it to her before Christmas. And that's one thing she mentioned. Like, you did that, like, really well. Like, you really tried to um, keep that memory alive and do stuff like that. The things that I didn't do well was maybe not intentionally, but because they weren't my parents, I tended to move on a little faster than she did. And I maybe gave her the impression that she needed to be moving on at the same pace I did. Ah, okay, yeah. And not necessarily my intention, because I don't, I don't know where I said those words out loud, but right. a lot of times, and I think going forward in this stuff, you'll hear us say this work about unintended messages and consequences. So a lot of my actions were unintended messages. Was like, okay, it's time to move on. Yep. So those were the things that she said, like doing well, like little things, keeping the memory alive. Yeah, I think it's vitally important, man. I think it's so vital. Like, there's no wrong way to grieve. And putting a timeline on grieving is very, very I, – I think that's tough to do. There's, yeah. For me, like, because I remember thinking when my dad passed away, and I actually clung to it this time when mom passed. When dad passed away, I'm like, I cannot believe that the world is continuing to turn. Like, my world had stopped. Right? And so then – when everybody else just went about their lives, I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing? How can you possibly go? Like, I lost my dad. Yeah. This time with mom, it's been interesting because I knew the world was going to go on. And I was able to give grace in that space and not be upset about it. Of course you're going to go on. And of course it's not going to hit you the same way it's going to hit me. But uh, I, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that she was able to recognize in you maybe seemingly – 
you wanted her to move on at the same pace as you. Because mm -hmm. I, knowing you the way that I do, I'm sure that you didn't feel like, well, hurry up and get better. I, I, I know you didn't. I know you didn't do that. But I, I just think around the holidays, it's super, super important if you do have a reaction to something that somebody says, understand that's most likely about you. Yep. Your reaction's about them. What they say is about them. How you take it is about you. So for me, that's why I like that work that you were talking about right there. She's like, the way that you said this, I felt. Yeah. Right? That's not at all what you meant, nor is it what you said. No. It just... For her, it felt like this. So uh, I guess for me, loss specifically around the holidays, number one, you're not doing it wrong. Right. You're not doing it wrong. You're doing it your way. I honor you in that. That's how you should be handling the grieving process. Whether it happened 20 years ago, whether it happened 20 hours ago, 20 minutes ago, grieve the way that you need to grieve about whatever loss it is. Like I said... It, the, the divorce. Maybe maybe there was a divorce this year, and there's a loss in that space. Maybe um, you you had uh, miscarriage happens, right? And that's what you're grieving. There's loss there. Maybe you lost a loved one. You physically lost that loved one. Like there's so many different reasons to be grieving over loss. And I'm telling you that loss is what it is to you. There's no yeah. definition. And how you choose to grieve that loss is 1,000% up to you. And I'm telling you, you're doing it the right way. Uh, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, There's no wrong way to do it. And I think it's also important to understand we don't know what somebody else is walking into. And we say this a lot, but I genuinely don't be an asshole. <laughs> Like, just be kind. Kindness yeah. goes so freaking far. Like, just be kind. You don't know what somebody else is going through just like they don't know what you're going through. A million percent. It's... And I think it's such a hard concept, and I, I it makes me sad and angry that it's such a hard concept for people to realize. Like, with my wife, like, she can be... Like, to use her example, it's like, she can be ecstatic... To sit down and watch a Christmas movie with the boys or do like a baking day, you know, with some family, sisters, and to do, you know, to make Christmas cookies or whatever. Like, she can really enjoy that. And in the same breath, like, I'm really sad that mom can't be here to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, she's happy on one side, but she's yeah. also sad. And the sad part about it is there's people there, well, you can't be like, you can't be fully happy and fully sad. It's like, you, you can. You just got to pull your head out of your rear end. Rear end. And I think, too, but that's, we've talked about it so much today alone, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast. Let's go with and. It's okay to have these feelings and. There's no absolute. No, there's not. But I, I, I feel like my judgment is that absolute is tangible for people. Like you get one thing to hold on to. And, and if that's the case, I guess I would ask, how's that serving you? It doesn't, but I, it's, it's justification for it. It's got to be serving them. You and I, have we've that, done this. You know, with, that's it's true. serving them. That's true. How is it serving you? Because, and because if it's not serving you the way that you want it to, mm -hmm. that's when you know, okay, maybe, maybe I want to shift this a little bit. 
I mean, it could be serving people. You know, they could be clinging to the super happy side so then they don't have to be sad and they don't have to try to feel sadness and deal with that. Or they don't have to be present in the sadness, knowing yeah. full well that sadness is going to smack them upside the head when they come back down to reality. Or they're staying sad and holding on to that because they think if they're happy, then people are going to be like, well, why did you move on from losing your mom so fast? Right. And that's subjective too. It's so subjective. <laughs> like uh, again, to, to to Brian's point, we talked about this before we started this episode. Uh, Brian's dealing with uh, a pretty substantial loss three years later. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I'm I'm super curious. We're going to go a little bit off script here because you're sitting right there. What's fast? When do we get over it? I don't think that fast. Like fast could be a year, right? Fast could be. A week, fast could be, like, to me, for that kind of a loss, good Lord, do you get over it? No, you deal with it a different but way. But what is get over it, though? Like, what is... But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to get over it. That's why I'm saying I don't think we're going to get over it. I think we just handle it in a different way. Like, the, 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 the Duke women's basketball coach, I love this gal. She's an absolute freaking rock star. We just do hard better. Yeah, because she thinks okay. If I just her 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 analogy was if I just get to the end of the semester, if I just finish this game, if I just get to the end of this practice, if I just do this, if I just do this, then it's going to be easier. No, it will not. You're just going to be able to do harder, better because you got past that. Yep. And so I think that a lot of that stuff around the holiday season is exactly that. We just learn to do hard, better. Which I think that's where people are like, well, the first one's always tough. Right, but the second one is, too, I just do hard better. It's – I was talking to my wife. She talks about – she says it doesn't get – she's like, it doesn't get easier. She's like, because every holiday going forward now, my parents will not be here. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know people say, well, time heals all wounds. She's like, but they're still gone. Right. In her aspect, she's like I'm. She's like I'm just learning to deal. And she's d- deals with the emotion. And she and she, I say deal with. I hate saying deal with because she embraces both sides of it. She's she does a really good job with that. Yeah. Um, but she says she's like people say, well, you know, time heals all wounds, and it'll it'll be better. She's like I miss them every day because I want them to be a part of something. But that doesn't mean I can't enjoy what I have now. Well, all right. So let's talk about that for a hot second. Does the wound heal or does the wound just look different? Prime example, you have a surgery and there's a big freaking cut Mm -hmm. somewhere on your body. They stitch it. Well, eventually the stitches go away, but the scar stays. Yeah. What's healing? Like what wound? What does the wound look? Time will make that wound look different. I'm on board with that. Yeah, I like that. Time will make the wound look different. I mean... But the healing, it's begun. The healing has started. I don't know that that process ever stops. I believe that that process is continual in perpetuity. Yeah. That seems like a pretty okay spot. That is a pretty okay to spot wrap this to wrap one up. it up. And we say wrap this one up because that's your analogy. It's the holiday season and we're wrapping things right now. Hey, <laughs> um, 
Y'all, thank you so much for, for tuning in today. We are super, super grateful for you. This is a this is a tough subject, and if you are having a hard time right now with loss around this particular time of year, or any time of year really, and um, we can be of service in any way, if we can uh, serve you, love on you, help you any way that we can, you can reach out in multiple different ways. We have that sweet, sweet Facebook page. We have the Instagram. Uh, we have uh, the wolf. Uh, no, it's the warrior and the wolf at gmail.com. The warrior and the wolf. That is on Facebook. That is on Instagram. And then at gmail.com if you need to email us. We would love to help you any way that we could because we, uh, of all folks, understand that uh, this time of year is unique in the space of uh, wounding, healing, and trying to step into um, the grieving process uh, in various different ways. So want to help you any way that we can. We're super grateful for your support. Thank you so, so much uh, for tuning in and listening to us babble on and on about some pretty tough stuff. Uh, we are grateful for those of you who have tuned in. Uh, brother, I'm so thankful for you. Thank and you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas, my friend, and I'm excited to see you soon. Everybody, have an awesome holiday season, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Warrior and the Wolf. We're out.